0: welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. Well, professor. And today on episode 116, we have a new special guest. Huzzah. Today we are joined by Zach. Hi everybody. Welcome to the micro brew review. Zach is one of Ian's collection of childhood friends.
1: Uh, Zach's like my best friend.
0: But they've all now been on the podcast. Like this mm, is kind of no. awesome. <laughs> no.
1: Many of them have. Either Actually, way. not even that many. I've had a number of friends from like high school and such, but I've known Zach since we were in first, uh, grade. first grade.
0: The only friends yeah. that you have that are men are friends that you met before puberty, is what yes. I'm learning. And then
1: I found women, yes. and I was like, well, this is great. <laughs> well, everybody else is out of the picture. <laughs> so,
0: I got grandfathered in.
2: Exactly. This
0: is maybe the worst segue ever, but because I knew Zach would be our special guest today, that informed the decision to pick beer number one. I just thought you guys were both charming gentlemen and might appreciate it. Was that a good <laughs> so save? We're st-
1: yeah, sure. We're starting <laughs> off with the uh, Duclal Bare Ass Blonde Ale. Uh, and this
0: was a gift from a brunette, if we're being clear.
1: Who gave us this? Uh, Melanie. Oh. I don't remember the occasion, but she brought How a lovely. mixed
0: six-pack. Oh, it was a thank you for letting me borrow your corset
2: and uh, yes, indeed. Fancy clothing. I didn't know you wore a corset. Well... She borrowed a lot of things. Oh my God. So,
0: blonde <laughs> ale is not something we drink a lot of here. Um, Sadly,
1: I like blondes. I don't I don't mean that. that just outside of the beer world. Or only... <laughs> yeah. Um, so, this is Duclaw. They do Sweet Baby Jesus, mm-hmm. which is a delicious peanut butter porter. a lot of people tend to really enjoy
0: i actually knew it was duclaw before i looked at the label because of the cap
1: because of the cap which i love it says craft be cherished rules be damned which is a life motto that i live by and this is a five percent they're based out of uh, baltimore which i don't think i actually knew or at least remembered i'm sure it came up last time and i said oh baltimore how close but
0: i think we should go there and we should go to stillwater and then we should go to max's tap house and then Get a hotel Cousin room. Max's Tap House? Um, no, it's like I a, like like a <laughs> two-story like, craft beer bar that's really specializes in Belgians, but has, oh, good God, maybe a 60 drafts and a yes. ridiculous bottle list. Yes. So good. Um, but the first time I went there was the night before I filmed the pilot there, and definitely the producers were like, here's Cab fare." We definitely can't send you home the way that you are right now. You're like, touche. Yeah, exactly. And I said, as long as I won't get towed. I'll take your money. This is cool. Like, is this cab
1: fare both ways?
0: (laughs) And it was, um, because they needed to get me back for the morning.
1: So they really embraced the the innuendo of this beer. Uh, On the side of the bottle it says, Our blonde bombshell will turn your head with her smooth, light malt flavor, mild hop character, and crisp, refreshing finish. But don't let the innocent look fool you. She's got a way of stripping away all the pretense and getting right to the naked truth.
0: <laughs> Love it. If only the um, bottle art also Yeah, a if they bit. were a little <laughs> bit more
1: like uh, Dominion?
0: Yes. The double D, double I P A. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or the ca- the espresso, morning glory yep. espresso stout.
0: Actually I can spot a Dominion label from Is a it prom- actually Dominion? Yeah. Um it's new Dominion. That's where we mess up. Okay. Dominion does, like, the oak barrel stout. Yeah. With the... The antler. Yes. Um, But New Dominion is a totally separate brewery, and they have the sassy, buxom woman on the label. For,
2: like, World War II pinups. Yes. Which would have been great for this. Right?
0: Right, yeah. Well, I mean, not that they can't infringe on that theme, but they still could have played up They
1: could have had a lovely, bare-ass blonde on their label. (laughs) So, here's the thing. Okay. Working at Starbucks, like I do, we have a blonde uh, roast coffee, blonde roast, yes. And I can't tell you how many people come in and call it the blondie. And I'm Which like, is
0: like a brownie that's not brown, right.
1: right? I also spell with an I. Okay. But like, do people not know how blonde is spelled, or <laughs> are there two acceptable ways of spelling blonde?
0: No, I really think there's only one, and it has yeah. an E on the end.
1: Yeah, I thought so, too. And then for a while, I was like, well, maybe blonde is just b l
0: I don't think I knew how to spell blonde truly until I needed a resume on the back of my headshot. And I was a bottle blonde for ages, so I had to know that word. But otherwise...
1: So, yeah, because I was always pretty much under the impression that blonde was spelled with an E at the end. English style, I guess you might even call it. But then all these people that are like, oh, let me get that Blondie coffee. I'm just like...
0: And this is a reasonably intelligent <laughs> area, like a well educated. Yeah.
1: I would yeah. think. I would hope. You this would is think.
0: Not the Walmart where yeah, I
1: live. You yeah. would. <laughs> full of full of crazy nut jobs apparently that don't know how to spell blonde. I don't know. This is just a little observation that I had cuz it just it's one of those things that just irks me a little bit. And he's like they're like you know, one one customer in particular sticks out in my brain, and it's just like, it just irks me when he comes in. But he's a very pleasant person. He's, you know, he comes in early. He's a little elderly, and it's just like... Are
0: you okay with people who are pleasant early in the morning?
1: I'm, I'm the most pleasant person I know early in the morning. I'm great, at work at least.
0: Okay, that's where he's, the line is. I put on my charming
1: facade. He's in sales exactly <laughs> <That's true. laughs> i was just thinking
0: i wish my skeptical face had a stronger
1: people are always like why are you so chipper it is 5 a.m and i'm like i'm at work i'm alive i'm loving life how are you doing <laughs> <Tip> me a <alive>. lot. <laughs> it doesn't work that way in the no. coffee industry all right all right let's talk about this beer i like it i think it's fine
0: i mean i would like it with food i think it's a very clean yeah straightforward
1: I think it supports your theory of not drinking a lot of blondes. <laughs> There's very okay. little about this particular beer where I'm like, yeah, let me get five more of these in the six-pack and drink them. I think if it were a little colder, it would help. Sure. They didn't come perfectly chilled, which is fine. It's, the, it's not just, my fault. circumstances. No, it was just the first day of the year where it was 60 it.
0: degrees. I was trying. <laughs> Up until now, just being in my car was enough to chill them. Out of nowhere today, the skies opened up, or parted, or whatever. It's warm, It's very, it's got a
1: little sweetness to it, as most blondes should. Mm. I have to tell
0: you, um... Not my experience. No, I agree. (laughs) They're a little sharper and more vicious. As I got older and more confident, I didn't want to be a blonde anymore. (laughs) This
1: is mean. No,
0: I'm serious. I just, I came to find that that personality was maybe, didn't fit as well with, with who I am, so... I truly, I think I would go, like, all out, what's the, Auburn? Like, that reddish brunette. I think that's, like, who I am on the inside, if I had to express it on the outside. Unfortunately, my husband hates redheads because he's a redhead. Redheads are predisposed to not like redheads because the survival thing. (laughs) Yeah. He's very (laughs) (laughs) self-loving.
2: That was my question. Uh, (laughs) But
1: isn't he... (laughs)
0: Well, but it makes sense if you look at it as a recessive gene and one that's not necessarily... It's going to be gone.
1: Yes. At some point. I hope that's never actually true.
0: I agree. Because I think redheads are fantastic. Specifically yeah. ones in kilts.
1: <sighs> or... they just
0: got better. <laughs>
1: Is today the first day that Outlander came back?
0: No, that's the 4th of April. Oh, okay. I'm already counting the days. Clearly. <laughs> it's going to be good. Day before Easter. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it's like right smack <laughs> down rebirth. in the middle of all this like forced family stuff, and then there's Outlander, it's like, yes! It's gonna be good.
1: I don't know what that is. That's a TV show that she's guess. very fond of, which is basically a lot of scantily clad, kilted men.
0: Not true! They wear a lot of clothing when they're wearing kilts, but then they take off a lot of clothing.
1: Okay, so it's well-dressed Scottish men who often get naked. Yes. I haven't seen it, but that's just what I hear. <laughs>
2: Could you ask for anything more? I mean, I, I could. For them <laughs> yeah. not to be men. But exactly. They're not the only
0: ones who get naked. It's a, it's, it's a stars show. Like, let's be there's real.
2: Okay. Non-Scottish men that get naked as well. Yeah. There's, there's Welshmen. <laughs> there are a lot of English, but they generally always wear their red coats just
0: so that it's clear who's English.
2: Even when
1: they're, they're naked, they're still wearing a red coat. Mm-hmm. I'm having sex with you right now, but I don't really enjoy it, and I'm still wearing my jacket. <laughs> Because I'm English. I mean, I'm
0: sorry. That's um.
1: (laughs) So true to life.
0: (laughs) I I have nothing polite to say.
1: That's fine. You don't need to. We're talking about
0: the prince, so it's important that we're polite.
2: Good Uh, friend Zach, how do you feel about this beer? Uh, I think I agree with the fact that um, well, first of all, I don't drink a lot of blondes either, but I think this would be great with uh, dinner. It doesn't ha- i don't think it has too much flavor would
0: it be good with like a chicken or a pork that's not in a heavy sauce um maybe a pork chop or a- yes mm-hmm.
2: something uh i'd say pork you, your yeah. face doesn't look intense. no 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 i no um i am i wouldn't stick with anything as far as red meat goes right. for sure um i don't think i'd nice go as light as fish
0: or, yeah i would probably I could, go triple i could, with I could fish. do fish Depends on how it's cooked.
2: But uh, going back to having a whole six-pack, I think it would tend to lose its flavor after the fifth one (laughs) or (laughs) the fourth one. (laughs) Nice. So. But as far as the amount I have right now, I'm enjoying it.
0: Uh, I have to tell you, um, so I think I mentioned on the last podcast the new Malvern Beer Store that... People at work kept saying, what do you mean you haven't been there? And finally, I got myself over there at lunch because it is four minutes from where I work. And it was the worst experience ever because they're. <laughs> Their um, baskets aren't even baskets. They're on wheels, so they're, like, enabling me to be able to drag it throughout the store. So it was a great experience. And then they have <laughs> so many things from distributors that I have never seen before, and they probably had a good 14 or 15 breweries I've i I thought you were
1: going to say that it was really a bad experience. No, but you're saying it's glorious, it was a great experience.
0: And it's overpriced. Mm. It's, like, more expensive than the Ardmore Beer Shop. so wow. good, like That's
1: saying something. But it's in Malford. Right. He lives a little bit more out that way. Okay. How far are you, Phoenix? Yeah. Oh yeah. So well, it so like you're 20 half minutes, an hour. Yeah, yeah. twenty minutes. It's way closer than Ardmore, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: so yeah. and th- but they do have thirty taps and they do. I keep browsers. thinking
1: you're out in Wayne still. I know you're not, but.
0: Yeah. Um, so I was in there yesterday getting some beer for tonight's beer dinner, uh, because I committed to the Saison 1858 because we always do Saison Dupont because it's excellent. And at Cicerone class, I had brought this saison in 1858 and everybody turned their nose up and were like, why did you bring a saison? Farmhouses are so meh. And as soon as I opened it, everyone was tickled. It's the only beer we finished all night. It was a 750 and we drank the whole thing because it was so good. So that's the only- place. Better than DuPont? Um, different than DuPont. It's spicier, which is sort of what I like about- Good with about food. Pairing with food. Yeah, exactly. So I went back to pick that up because the only place I knew to get it. And as I went to walk out, and I always love the face of the, the people behind the register when I walk in. And I, hello, miss. How are you today? It's right, like, Can I help you
1: find some beers that you might enjoy yeah. for your husband? I
0: love that. Um, do you need Do you need help? I, I make a beeline to saison 1858 and Triple Carmelite and then throw them up on the counter. And he's like, oh. You're like, well, I'd like a bill, please. Fantastic choices. <laughs> and I go to walk out. He has six packs of Sculpin by the door. 20 bucks is um, grapefruit Sculpin. 20 bucks a six-pack, which is why we don't own one. Um, and then he had the Star Hill White IPA and Black IPA on sale. The white, like
1: Denver. the um, whiter shade of pale?
0: Yes. And I was like, oh, oh, Did you, you get saw it? me coming. I want all of them, please. Because <laughs> mm. they were on sale for $5.99 a bottle. Did you get them? Yes. Good. All of them. Good. <laughs> and so as he's checking me out, I was like, hey, so my just two cents is this beer goes better with food than any beer I've ever met. And he's like, oh, I never thought of it that way. So I would have told him to try it, but I just bought all of
1: it. (laughs) So, working now in the beverage selling industry myself, I do find that I am a little judgmental of people when they walk in. But not in the, oh, can I direct you towards, like, a sweet cocktail miss?" But, like, when a girl sits down and she's like, make me an old-fashioned bitch, I'm like, I will, and I love you. (laughs) That's a...
0: Sexy attribute right uh, there Yeah it's
1: just like When a girl sits down is like I want a Manhattan I'm just like You're wonderful <laughs> I don't know who you are I don't know anything about you But yes I want to make you a Manhattan And like If a guy orders a Manhattan I'm like Yeah what do you want Yeah whatever You can have You want rye You want whatever Like I don't care It's fine You can have a Manhattan But like When this like Little thing walks in And sits down And it's just like Especially if she's by herself And just orders that I'm just like Phew.
0: This is happening
1: Are you single? <laughs>
0: This is why you I don't even care what you look like. You at all times. <laughs>
1: so, so yeah, next up. I judge a I think bit. we all
0: have empty glasses.
1: We do. I was yeah. waiting on you, actually. Next up is, you should tell us about this one, well, since you scored it for us.
0: This is moving parts three. So, when Cousin Max was here, we did moving parts two. This is the victory ever-evolving IPA series.
1: Right, and we never did one. Correct. Uh, um, and two was very British,
0: if I remember. Yes. In their description, we were so surprised by how much we truly enjoyed it, as skeptical as that sounds. Um, like, I've even, I saw it in stores for probably a month after we podcasted. And I kept going, should I buy another one
1: of those? I mean, I really enjoyed really, it. Really? It was quite nice.
0: And the, the price on
2: was this on in these, general, or?
0: So, this now um, is moving parts three, so they okay. take the same basic beer, and they usually tweak one thing about it. Okay. Uh, so, it yes, it's, uh, it's victory. It's victory. grain.
1: And they have, it's called their Ever-Evolving IPA, and this is their third batch of it. So they take an IPA, and they basically use the same recipe, but they'll, you know, like she said, double the grain, use different Mm -hmm. hops, or something like that, but keep everything else the same. So it's kind of like a science experiment in an IPA. That's awesome.
0: (coughs) And also, we love IPA.
1: Oh, wow. This has a very nice nose.
0: I (laughs) am, full disclosure, I have been quite sick this week, and I could smell the hops on this <laughs> coming through, so I thought that was encouraging. It
1: smells like, um, oh, what is that? Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> it could, it could smell really like heaven. I really thought you would
0: have found the bare-ass blonde to be heaven. I didn't think you would go with the hops. Well, I love
1: hops. Okay.
0: And
2: it smells super flowery. Full disclosure, it's Zach I and I it.
1: had a lengthy lunch with a few beers before we got here.
0: I um, thought you came in a very rambunctious mood.
1: Jovial, I like to call it. Jovial. Ready to party. When, I had my party pants on.
2: When there's Guinness, I just can't help myself.
1: I had a, a few lovely Guinnesses there on St. Patrick's Day.
0: I regret that I didn't get a Guinness on Saturday night. We went out after we did a beer dinner.
2: Mm.
0: We did an extreme beer dinner. It was the most high-octane six-course dinner we have ever done with um six guys in dc who are definitely grapefruit piff for sure six guys from dc who Maybe are it all like me of professional the izzy drinkles.
1: that Dringles? makes sense yeah that's it <laughs> he, reminds he me in
0: the middle of my words. i'm that's sorry yeah
1: no no i was i was trying to pin it down but i think it reminds me of about right before you take a sip of a one of the jizzies
0: that would make sense the spice of the gin with the yeah. grapefruit of the izzy
1: love it sorry Please finish, because I like this story. Anyhow. Oh. <laughs> You're down so DC. polite. No, 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 no. Now that he is done. I had to nail it down Continue. before <laughs>
2: before I lost it.
0: You are a little jovial, aren't you?
2: And you have lost it.
0: Oh. I'm quite we mad.
2: We're all mad here. I
0: like this man, and not just because he's got a swagger stick right Swagger
2: stick. There's a little kink in my swagger. Meh. Eh. Some girls are into it. There you it go.
0: Adds <laughs> a little extra
1: maneuver. Som- <laughs> there you
0: go. <laughs> it unlocks doors. It gives you new opportunities. So, our high octane beer dinner, we actually called the must take a cab home beer dinner, which thankfully everyone. They all took us seriously. Yeah, they all arrived by cab except the one guy who was staying over, and he was like from five hours away, so that makes sense. It's good, yeah. Um, the food was rather robust.
1: Well, was it hearty? and uh, lots of lots of protein
0: i actually felt guilty Jeez. when we served them like the 8.4 percent because it was so low like almost everything that we served was, well they like,
1: asked for extreme beers they didn't ask for high abv true.
0: Beers. um by the end of the night things got, i i just thought it was funny because when we first got there i was getting all these handshakes like hey great to see you again at the end of the night i'm getting these like very affectionate hugs <laughs> instead. i was too though yeah, it no,
1: wasn't it, it wasn't just like hey so girl you did yeah. something right yeah <laughs> Well, it's two times back, and halfway through the second time, they were already like, so we're going up to Vermont. Do you guys travel? <laughs> we're and like, well, we're they, down in D.C., so yes, clearly we do.
0: And then they gave us Heady Topper to try to make us more amenable to traveling. And, we and a couple had, like,
1: other beers, actually. They gave, us, they gave us three beers while we were there.
0: Yeah, we drank one while we were there. The Hardywood.
1: Yeah. No. Was it Hardywood? Yeah. The Gorilla one?
0: Oh, no, the Gorilla one's from Louisiana. That's yeah. what it was. Sorry, they were Ooh. drinking the Hardywood wood. Right. It went well with the truffles.
1: <laughs> that was actually a really phenomenal pairing. So we did an if event on get our Friday night, and we
0: had, oh, 50 leftover double chocolate truffles. So All shucks. We decided to bring some of them down to the event.
1: Which we then used as an appetizer.
0: By exit, right. Because if you're going to think appetizer, you're totally thinking double chocolate truffles. But they opened this, like, oak barrel aged Hardywood beer that oh, was...
1: Espresso, stout. Yes aged in bourbon barrels or and something. And as soon as Ooh. I walked
0: in the door, I got this, I don't know, stink eye that said, we were watching you on Twitter and we saw that you had all these Like, so about
1: things. these truffles.
0: And then I pulled them out. And,
1: and you're like, what? "Well, We had a feeling you might be asking.
0: <laughs> so that was, that was a pretty powerful way to start off the evening. But fast forward, Ian and I realized that we had only eaten one meal and it was now like 11.30. So we were thanks to Google, looking around Silver Spring and found a late night restaurant and it was an Irish pub. Perfect. And uh, he got a Guinness and the beer didn't interest me, so I got a white wine and it was so disappointing. I was looking longingly at his Guinness and he's like, what? You know what Guinness is amazing. Why are you even <laughs> thinking that you shouldn't Yeah,
1: if you're in an Irish pub that has Guinness, like, hopefully they're going to do it well. And generally I find that they do. Because Guinness is generally. pretty tough with their...
0: Their clientele is probably very... Well, their
1: clientele is tough, but also, like, I think the Guinness representatives really make sure that you're serving it correctly. They don't want you pouring it wrong. That because makes sense. That's They're the not going to just send it name. with no training. They're going to make sure you do it
0: right. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. I like this beer. Here we go. It's uh, for our third batch. Belgian yeast puts a tart, fruity twist on a spicy and citrus-forward IPA, creating a refreshing and deliciously drinkable... Caramel hued brew.
0: Can I say, spicy answers that gin part of the jizzy question. Mm-hmm. And then the citrus is the grapefruit part. Mm-hmm. So look at that. Look at you and your palate. <laughs> and your, it's really, of your glass. It's
1: really quite nice. There you go. I like it.
0: I like it too. Especially for a single IPA. We almost never drink singles anymore. Which is not to say it's not a very reasonable beer style that
2: is yeah. quite six popular, 6 ABV.
0: Has its place.
2: Great. Yeah, I like um, the fact that the hops isn't overwhelming, which is the whole single part, but it seems like it wouldn't, like a lot of IPAs these days, I feel like would tend to tear through your food and overwhelm the flavor. But this, the citrus part definitely stands out and makes it. This might actually be good with like a fish course with like
1: Uh, like a a lemon.
0: I would do it in like a butter fish
1: or white wine or something like that like a sauvignon blanc actually if you did like a white wine basted uh salmon i guess or something
0: yeah nothing too and i wouldn't white fish necessarily but
1: no that might be a little too mild
0: it's actually a really good segue for um tuesday of this week i hosted my first beer dinner at a restaurant
1: Indeed. Um, How did that go? I wasn't, I was not there for that.
0: It was delightful. It was a little, you know, I get a little nervous every time I fly solo without you, because we're kind of a team, and we, we each We break. do better together, I think. I agree. Or at
1: least we do well together, not that you would not do well by yourself as well.
0: But we each offer something different to the experience. If it's the dining experience, or if it's the schmoozing experience, or, like, we're just very different people in some ways, and very uncomfortably alike in other ways. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um... <laughs> I didn't know what to expect, uh, especially because I they told me the beer they will be serving, and then I worked with the kitchen to come up with the type of food. which is really
1: the first time we've ever done this.
0: Yes, um, and I didn't really have like the menu oversight that I'm used to when we're doing our own dinners, nor
1: even the control of like what ingredients you're using, and like we've all seen the you know rescue the restaurant stuff where, you know, I don't know if you've been in their kitchen and know what they use, but, like, so many kitchens just use canned products and, like, canned Mm. peaches aren't nearly as good as fresh peaches. Right. So you're putting together a menu based on beers that you have no control over, based on a kitchen that you have no control over, and you're basically saying, this is what I do.
0: And so I try to (laughs) guide the kitchen and say, all right, if, if the bar already picked the beers, and I think what it is is they committed... To ordering a certain array of beers from the distributor so that, you know, it was an Avery um, centric beer pairing dinner. So that's why I think the next beer is pretty awesome, though this one was not featured. Hint,
1: it's an Avery beer next. It sure
0: is. <laughs> um, I did not get to taste any of the food, so he would say, really? all right, N- not, well, not beforehand. Huh. Like, okay. I tasted it during yeah, the dinner, absolutely. Because
1: I know you said that they gave you dinner, but I was like, did they give you a different dinner? Are <laughs> they just like, here's a burger? Yeah,
0: here's a ham sandwich. <laughs> no, I, I did get to taste it all, um, and I, it's been some time getting to know everyone. So they asked me, would I prefer one big long table or to have people sitting, you know, at smaller tables? And I feel like when folks sign up for this, they don't want to, you know. Harvest
1: I think next table. time you should put them at a harvest table. Really? Hmm. Um, but that's the Jack's bartender in me. I love it. We don't have TVs at our bar, and, like, we have a lot of customers that are regulars, and they'll come in there, and they'll order their food, and, like, someone will be like, oh, what are you eating there? And they're like, oh, it's this. Have a bite. And, you know, normally in a restaurant, like, that's a weird thing. But Mm -hmm. by the end of so many of these interactions, like, I see these people just, like, they'll, like, scooch their chairs over by the end, and they're all chatting. And they're like, bring us another round. And they're, like, (laughs) best friends all of a sudden because they met somebody.
0: Well, and we did seat groups together so like you might be i don't know i i the look of terror on this one couple's face when the host came in and said this is you know jack and susan and we're gonna be seating them with you this evening i mean they just thought like good lord this is date night what are we doing with this other couple and so i (laughs) saw the panic and then i pulled up a chair at that exact moment you know let's just Put some salt in the wound. And I was like, that's okay. If you're going to be here to meet new people, I can be the next new person you meet. Um, And I sort of just swooped in and said, I'm the beer mistress. This is what I do, et cetera.
1: Um, I guess in my mind, beer lovers are such like the breweries that brew the beer they're very collaborative they're giving they just love they want to they want to talk about it and by the end of the
0: night they were all cheersing each other exactly it was great it was
1: that's why i would say and maybe have the option of being like hey if you're here on a date we have a two-top for you but otherwise we've got this big long table and you can be the jerks and just sit there and talk to your date that's fine
0: thankfully no one was the jerks because i wouldn't you know they all love beer socially i would still sit down at that date table and be like how y'all Hey doing? guys. yeah exactly that's
1: how I feel as a bartender sometimes there's so many dates that are happening so yeah like I'll see these people there's a lot of first dates that come on like clearly online dating okay Cupid or whatever and they'll come in and I'll see somebody who'll get there first and I'll be like oh can I get you a drink and he's like no I'm waiting on somebody and I'm like okay because I know for me it's like I don't care if I'm waiting on somebody I'm here you're not I'm drinking a beer uh, but it's always had dates. She
0: can't accept you for that. Right. She has no business well, dating
1: you. Not even for dates, though. Just like if I'm meeting a friend somewhere and I get there first, I'm not going to wait for you to show up to have my first drink. Like you're either late or I'm early, and either way, I'm drinking a beer. And Example you're never today. Early. Example today. I was late. Zach was there. He had a beer. And Shaw Jameson.
2: And it's good for you. I always take my games with Shaw Jameson. Nice. <laughs> Are you Irish? I am. But half. <laughs> <laughs> the top half or the
0: bottom half? Uh, there's times where i see
1: where like there's clearly dates that are like either going great or they're going like oh this is quiet or and like in either way there's situations where i can be like hey guys what's up and like even dates that are going great or at least from my outsider's perspective i can like i'll just sit and talk with them for 20 minutes and i can tell that they're already having a better time even if it's going great, and then there's other times where it's like not going so great, and I can sit and chat with them, and because I'm just I'm I'm the host basically of your bartending experience there, mm. and I have, you know, some knowledge about some things, and I'm happy to talk to you about Somehow it.
0: Somehow, when you said that, all I could hear was like do 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 in the background. When I'm your host, and I can see. Like Good
1: evening, ladies and places. gentlemen, and welcome <laughs> to your first online date. <laughs> My name is Ian, and I'll be your host.
0: I'm here to make sure you don't regret oh, this evening. <laughs>
1: Or that you do. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, what do we have for us first?
0: <laughs> so much beer. Or, mm-hmm. or Manhattan. What happens when she's on a first date and then she orders a Manhattan and then you think she's hot? like? What? Then the guy shows up? Yeah. I just
1: kill him and dump him in the basement. Okay.
2: That's why this stick is crippled. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Hit him over the head one too many times. <laughs> but speaking of... Um you know, the crooked sticks beer people being extra friendly and you know, those type of people before <laughs> I really got into drinking Hansy, um,
0: say it, Zach Hansy.
2: <laughs> before I got into drinking good beer, I went to uh, there's a place in Wayne called Landis because I can get out the rest. Good, okay, uh, yeah, there's this place in Wayne, it's um, called Landis, it's a catering place. Slash um, sandwich shop. I think you told me about it. And uh, bottle shop was, as well. This is in my um, Miller Lite and Beast drinking days. What the what? And I, I know. And you're still. And I'm still friends with this guy. Uh, no. I know. That's how deep our relationship I got, runs. I got college problems. I couldn't help it. <laughs> but we walked in and oh, we went in to buy, uh, you know, twenty twos of, you know, nice beer that we've never heard of, and there was a, a beer tasting thing going on. We walked in just to buy a couple bottles, and we ended up sitting down and buying a couple of bottles, opening them, and everybody was sharing. That's Which what Which do? my first experience as far it's as the... great. People that love craft beer,
1: they, they want to share it with you. They don't want to keep it to themselves. I don't think that's true of people that love anything, like actually love, you know, people that love wine, they're like, oh my God, you need to try this. Uh, but I just feel like it's just so much more true with beer for some reason. They're just... I think it's that, like, down-to-earth thing that goes along with beer. You know, wine, people tend to have that, like, oh, very snooty, you know, nose in the air. It's <laughs> like, oh, yes, a taste of, you know, petrol and grapefruit and whatnot. Oak. And so and
0: much oh.
1: Yeah. But with beer, people, it's like, ah, I got a beer belly and a beard, and, <laughs> you know, we could be best friends now. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. No, actually, I was working through that with, um, so I don't think this has come up yet because things have just been finalized, but... I will be hosting the brewery tours for Swashbuckler Brewing Company for the Susquehanna Ale Trail, which happens in the middle of April. So there are two weekends where you go online, you buy a ticket for $15, and that gets you a, I don't wanna say private, but more kind of exclusive, not just your self-guided trogues kind of tour, um, but a more exclusive tour with, gracious, like 15 or 20 area breweries. And it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You can, you're trying to get to as many and get your passport stamped as you can. You get the tour. You get the tasting. And for 15 bucks, you know, if you're willing to drive, it's all in Central PA. It's they should mostly, find some way
1: to bust that.
0: It's mostly York.
1: Because um, you're like, hey, drink a lot, and then go to this other pub, and then drink a lot, and then go to this other pub. And I don't know there. if
0: well, you're supposed to, like, tag out drivers or what the plan is. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason it's been a, a really exciting development is because... Um, Swashbuckler just built a brand new brewery. So they called me in and said, hey, we have this awesome brewer. They imported him from the Midwest. He's a Cicerone. Um, he, however, is maybe not the most personable person that we could be tasking with these tours. And we realized that we are a facility that focuses on interactive experiences for our audience. Like we want them to be entertaining and engaging and <laughs> handing them over to a brewer is not the way to do that. The first thing I said when that was their caveat was, well, will he be available? Because if you have home brewers or you have, you know, people who are really into the art, they want to geek out over that stuff, you know? Right. And They're
1: just as not personal. <laughs> more or less. Sometimes.
0: Like, you're mm-hmm. going to have the people who are just there to drink, get their passport stamped to move on. And then you're going to have the people who are like, I love this beer. Tell me more about it. I'm never going to be that kid. I don't brew. I don't want to brew. Um, but
1: we've got Berlin for that
0: that more or less did you say did you see what he wrote on our wall today about yeah. the triple bach
1: the triple bach yeah he's got a bottle that's well he's cellaring his own though not he doesn't have that bottle from sam adams right that's correct. what i read into it
0: correct but even then he doesn't think it's going to be quite as high ABV. As right that triple
1: well that bach one just seems outrageous
0: sure was there's a reason they haven't made it again since 1994.
1: Like. Mm. but can you imagine how outrageous that was in 1994.
0: Back when Sam Adams like, like was like...
1: a 17% beer now is still like, wow, that's, a, that's extremely high ABV. But in 1994, it was like, that's like an entire case of beer that you want me to drink in a, what, was, 10.6 bottle? Yeah,
0: it wasn't even 12 ounce. It was 10 something. It was crazy. It was so tiny. It was sort of like buying ice wine versus regular wine. Alright, moral of the story on the pairing food with a single IPA, that um, we had Avery's IPA with uh, the second course, which was linguine in a lemon-lime butter sauce with um, some poached shrimp. One table, it was like a seven very raucous, crazy, crazy folks, um, thought it was the worst pairing of the night. They just could not wrap their brains around it. All seven of them? Um, yeah, mm-hmm. more or less uh the table behind me which was a little more like subdued but foodie focused thought it was the best pairing of the night mm. and i'm like this is why i love my job you know the the fact and they're that, both right yes exactly exactly um because it depends on your palate and it depends on you know the experience i even had um so the main course was a short rib that they paired with the ellie's brown ale which was a Really nice pairing. They they made a um like a barbecue sauce with a reduced beer, that really really worked. Mine, however, was a pretty fatty short rib. Like the amount of meat that I ate out of it was pretty minimal. Then I looked around the table and everyone else like licked their plate clean. And that's when I'm like, yay! I didn't pay for my dinner. I got the right <laughs> plate. You know, if you're right. we gonna figure it out, I would rather have that plate and let the paying guest get the good meat. Um, but like that's what was um a bigger success for the uh
1: so do you think everyone had a good time was there anyone that didn't like it
0: um there was a baby there i don't think the baby enjoyed (laughs) the experience too much
1: babies don't concern me but otherwise (laughs) yes
0: i i do think everybody had a blast um they
1: stayed pretty late
0: oh my good gracious
1: what time did it start
0: Seven. What but time everyone did you get was there early, which never happens on a Tuesday. Everybody's there Wait, nowhere seven. else to be. <laughs> <laughs> right mm-hmm. <Ouch. laughs> um Most of the folks, like it was wrapped up. It was only four courses. Uh, it was. So it was like up. twenty people-ish. Yep. And the room will hold twice that. And this was the first one, so I thought for the first one it was really yeah. good. um Was probably done with the serving and the paying and everything else by nine fifteen bunch of folks lingered and had maybe like a port or you know a scotch and called that dessert and that was in the dining room and then a couple other ones headed over to the uh the bar area and i was like see this is why you do this on a tuesday look what it's doing for your business Mm -hmm. so now my only conundrum is that i was just asked to get involved in a project in pittsburgh
1: what do i have to do N- right now, nothing. You no. know? <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: a it, it's a friend of mine opening with this site set on a gastro pub and he's like, This is exactly what you do And I'm like, I don't do it in Pittsburgh. You do it for the right help. price. Yeah. I you don't do it for free in, in Pittsburgh. So we'll see. I mean I'm very excited to to watch this growing and you know, again, it could be four times a year. I'd drive to Pittsburgh four times a year for the right price. It I would pay
1: somebody to drive me to Pittsburgh no. four times a year.
0: It's called Uber or
1: Uber would be disastrously expensive unless they were paying, and then, yeah.
0: All right, mega bus it is. We'll, we'll book it now for Christmas. It'll mega be a bus. dollar. Wow, that was pretty badass.
2: That was awesome. Good thing she was wearing boots. <laughs> Or
0: else I'd have to explain to my husband why I'm bruised. <laughs> <laughs> that in, the the <laughs> in the shape of a bottle cap. In the shape of a bottle cap. Really bottle
2: cap bruising. If it was in the shape of a bottle cap, I'm sure he wouldn't be surprised. That's,
1: true. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Wow, this is way lighter than I thought it might be.
0: So this one is Avery. This I did buy at the fancy new Malvern store, which means let's not talk about the price.
2: I hope it
1: was expensive.
2: So,
0: so Excuse me. This baby. I was going to finish that with you because
2: I
1: thought that you couldn't. Uh, so, I just have had a lot of Avery. I love Avery. I almost wore their sweatshirt today, as I do for many podcasts, because it's comfortable and it's got a zipper, which puts the microphone a little closer to my face. Uh, and I don't believe that I've ever had this beer.
0: I want the bottom of the bottle, please. I want the bottom of the bottle. No. You've been drinking this. Just get the bottom of the bottle. <laughs> eyes are evil <laughs> thank you i already have my my evening ride home scheduled so i mean there's nothing holding me back
1: so this is called samuel's oak aged ale
0: no if i don't like it you get all of it back you realize good
1: um oh it God. comes out once a year this one came out in march of this year no actually last year So I guess this is a year old.
0: I'm going to guess based on the description that's a good thing.
1: Samael is the prince (laughs) of demons, the angel of death, accuser and destroyer. Filled with enmity towards man, he planted the vine, the forbidden tree of paradise. Behold his venom and vengeance, both sweet and tempting, enticing you, his spellbound victim, within his wings. That's just what the side of the bottle says. It is 14.2% ABV.
0: We're three of us sharing oh, one nolly. bottle. I'm just gonna go on the record to say, yeah.
1: Zach, you're welcome to sleep here if you would right. like. Yeah.
0: Right. Which is only awesome because I think S- the sun is out for the first time in four days. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. <if> you <laughs> right. You need a nap but in the sunshine. Enjoy that.
2: It smells so good. It doesn't taste the way I thought it would. But I honestly really thought that this would be much darker and more
1: stoutier. But it's an ale. Despite the fact that it says an oak-aged ale.
0: It's so red though. Look at that color. It
1: is. It's like blood. It's
0: it is exactly <laughs> like blood. That's what I thought when I was pouring it.
1: I was like, oh, it's kind of bloody.
0: <laughs> it's so gross.
1: You know, a girl like that one. But the, oh, ow, my God.
0: that's so dirty. I like how we're like, oh, Zach, please be PG-13, and then we're just inappropriate in his face.
2: Oh, wow. Did you expect that? I didn't. It's like fruit and... Ha, huh. look at all these faces. <laughs> so many eyebrows have reached the... <laughs> the ceiling. They're they're more, like, contemplative than... I
0: was going to say, I feel like I got wrinkles. Just, yeah. you know, like, Oof. thinking wrinkles. Can the, I get them at my age?
1: Or? No, they're just wrinkles. <laughs> now that I've stepped
0: <gasps> uh, Excuse me, does anyone have a bottle cap? I'd like to throw one at uh, I have a stick. <laughs> uh, yes! <laughs> Don't throw a stick Can at Can we me? talk about the that swagger stick? Let's just talk about the... Um... We've talked
1: about the swagger stick before. Probably, like, 50 episodes ago, though. All right, well... I have a swagger stick. Which, for those of you who don't know what that is, it's pretty much a badass cane that battalion commanders used to carry Were to designate. Were they really designate. short,
0: though? It's kind
1: of tiny. No, it's not like a walking cane. It's for your cane. armpit. It's like, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the swag. It's about, this,
1: it's about
2: it's the
1: It's like swagger. a riding crop, but in cane style. And it's Basically, it's just a a thing of uh, designation. So you're like the platoon leader or the, the corporal or whatever you are that gets a swagger stick.
2: Right.
1: Uh, and this is an original World War II swagger stick from a Scottish company called The Black Company, which I thought was really awesome because I have a book called The Black Company.
0: So realizing that everyone is motivated in a different way, do you think it would be worthwhile if we set some dashing rogue goals and if you achieved them, then you unlock something? Then you something. get a swagger stick? Yes. Would that motivate you, Ian?
1: Wait, do I get a swagger stick, or yes. do our, our listeners get a swagger stick?
0: Either. I'm okay. I'd, I'd like Both?
1: If, I'll sure. play the game. Yeah. If I can win, I'll definitely play the game. You know, it's I don't like, like games where I can't play, or when I play and I don't win. We
0: hit 50,000 so. listeners, and one of them gets a swagger stick, and you get a swagger stick that matches, yeah. and you'll sign it I don't want a matching something.
1: one. Oh. Well, my own. I mean, maybe. We can have a <laughs> dashing rogue swagger stick. That'd be awesome. Well, this is a can, dowry rod and a... It's a bamboo pole. I have what? so
0: much bamboo, I own a house with a whole shit ton of bamboo in the backyard.
1: Is it, it is pretty light. Yeah, it's hollow.
0: That's why you don't put pressure on it, is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's just a, a a can of command. Retired. A, a commanding stick.
0: That You use that to open your can of bass? Is that how that works?
1: <laughs> that is the can of bass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good thing you don't need a can opener, it's a pop top. No, that's it's cool. Right. <laughs> All right, so we were all a little taken aback by this.
1: I get like a lot of fruit and...
0: Which explains the color a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's not an amber ale, and it's not a, like a... It's not a fruit-based ale, but it's fruity.
2: No, it's just real good. Yeah, very good. It doesn't taste anything like it smells. I just... (laughs) No. I don't think it does at all.
0: I will say that as... It smells really...
1: It's pretty boozy and like earthy. It's very boozy.
0: But it's a sickie with a sore throat. It's high enough ABV that it feels pretty soothing. Nice.
1: <laughs>
2: it's a lozenge.
0: If I can just convince work that I'm putting it in my sippy cup for medicinal reasons, will be great.
2: It's worth a shot. Yeah, why <laughs> <Fair> not?
1: <enough. laughs> hey, don't a lot of uh, cough drops have alcohol in them?
0: Not anymore, I don't think.
1: I think they still do, because I know like some alcoholics won't use cough drops.
0: I know that like NyQuil and stuff do, but I always do the sugar-free cough drops because I don't eat or drink a lot of sugar. So, if I get sick, I find that if I have a couple sugar-filled cough drops in a short period of time, I start to get really like spacey. Mm. Same reason I don't like simple syrup and all those other sweet things.
1: I made the demerara simple syrup the other day. It's still hanging out. It in my turned fridge out very nicely. What to do
0: with it? I thought I'd make you come and use it.
1: I used it. Um, so tonight we're doing a, a dinner for some friends of ours. And one of our friends is very into scotch. He's been on our podcast before. His name is Chris. He's an actual professor. And he's also... He likes a drink that Franklin Mortgage used to make called Lady in the Woods, I think. And we've been trying to recreate it. And I think we came very close the other night. He was very pleased. At Jack's? At Jack's, yeah. Okay. I used... um. Laphroaig, uh which is extremely peaty and smoky, and I made an old-fashioned out of that, but a traditional old-fashioned, which doesn't actually have any of the muddled fruit. Okay. Uh, it has a nice big wedge of orange peel, some bitters, Laphroaig, and some Demerara simple syrup, which we kept trying to make it, and I put, like, a sugar packet in, or I put a little bit of the cherry juice in that I had, and it was just, like, it was always... Mm. So I just put a little, little teaspoon, basically, of uh, of the demerara, and he was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, this I can drink." And he had two. Of them. A little
0: more eyebrow action this time too. <laughs> nice.
1: Yeah. So I think we're getting closer. It's all about finding those right ingredients, making them work.
0: Today is a big day in the history of the dashing rogue. If we're going to keep track of the growth that we're discussing, this
1: can be on our timeline.
0: It can be when we when we have an office and you know a vision board or something. Um,
1: <laughs> vision board. That's like a giant whiteboard, right? <laughs> Gigantic.
0: Um, in my office, and this is not my my you know day job. Have to pay the bills. Office. Uh, we have a wall about this size. About that this is, size. Describe
1: that for our audience, our listeners.
0: Um, it is a vertical by horizontal measurement. <laughs> <laughs> Of which, if I try Pretty to Pretty darn guess, big. It's probably... <laughs>
1: the the league, yeah. Approximately them, their mountains. <laughs> it's probably about 20 feet wide.
0: I don't think... My living room is only 22 feet wide, and I have a big-ass living room.
1: Oh. Well, I'm 6 feet tall, and I could eight. lay down at least mm. twice. So maybe it's like...
2: Yeah, maybe it's what? 15. Yeah, I'd say 15 by 8.
0: Yes. I'm going with Zach on this one.
2: Yeah, he's probably more eight. right.
0: But anyway, um, we have a wall about that size in the conference room at my office that the boss decided it would be great for collaboration if we made it into a whiteboard.
1: Do people just like draw a lot of penises on it? No. Sharpie.
0: That's
2: unfortunate.
0: <laughs> However, I mean, I will be honest.
2: Will you draw a penis on it? <laughs> if you get a whiteboard, it's done. Yeah. You're Sharpies.
0: It is used more often by people who have to accidentally bring their kids to work and don't know how to entertain them. Like, go
2: draw on the
1: whiteboard. Yes, (laughs) that
0: is how it is used most often. But every once in a while, it's a great tool for envisioning because there's so much. I don't like whiteboards as
1: much because I'm. I know I've always. I talk about them all the time, but I'm left-handed, which makes whiteboards really tough. (laughs)
0: So it's basically like you put a little wipey on your elbow and you... Yeah, like I
1: write. it's like magic erase. <laughs> as I write, it's just erasing. You can't do the hook grip with the whiteboard? I, not as much. <laughs> it's just like any little contact and it's just like, pfft, gone. You're just, your, your you have a magical elbow is what it is. Yeah, what I need is a secretary. How can I get more? one of those instead how of a whiteboard?
0: You didn't write your own invitations for your birthday party? Exactly. You don't ever sign your but own But I need one that like
1: follows me around all the time so I can be like write this down. Take a note.
0: I don't think anyone does shorthand anymore, but we could put out a, a little steno. We could put out a Craigslist ad and see. I how that really goes.
1: like this beer. Mm. Yeah. There's like honey and fruit and booze.
0: But it's not It's not the fruit you abhor.
1: No, it's not raisins.
0: Nope. And it's not really like prunes or...
1: Don't break my glass. ...even figs so much. No, I want to say like cherries and raspberries or something.
0: Definitely cherries, definitely honey. um, Mm. Which are both lighter flavors for the substantial robustness of this beer. So I have to ask, Mm. which was your favorite, Mr. Zach?
2: Uh, I'm liking the one we're drinking right now.
0: Okay. And so you had Guinness all afternoon... Guinness and I did. A shot of okay. Um, <laughs> I did. What's in your fridge? Like, what's your typical go-to beer? Um, I should have asked this before we started recording in case the answer <laughs> is embarrassing for both of us.
2: No, uh, <laughs> you can leave now. Actually, the only beer I have, I normally have Prima Pils. Okay. Which is
0: which? By Victory is considered one of the best pilsners like domestically available. Oh,
2: nice.
0: Truly, it's super high rated. It's it's. Counted, yeah.
2: Actually, and the only thing, other thing I've got right now is I bought that Guinness. That is, it's like a twenty-two ounce bottle. It cost me forty dollars.
0: So, what blonde Guinness or?
2: No, it's it's in my phone. Um, it's it's like seventeen seventy something.
0: Oh, the, like the original recipe yeah. Guinness. It's so hard to find. Where did you get it?
2: I. It was at Wegman's.
0: Wegman's is amazing.
2: Wegmans is it? That's where I get all of my booze.
0: Do you do the one in King of Prussia?
2: <laughs> Us too, maybe. Yep. <laughs> yep.
0: That's even better. Like the Malvern one is great. The Downingtown one is meh. The King of Prussia one is ah.
2: That's me all excited with my new.
0: Oh, we had that. Seventeen fifty. I, I bought that for Jason.
2: Oh uh, yeah, we haven't had it yet though. Did you guys drink it without nice. me?
0: I didn't drink it.
2: It's probably still under the table then. Mine's sitting in my bedroom, because I told my brother-in-law you I wouldn't crack England? it open until he got there. And he lives in Boston, and he's not coming for months. So why don't you drink it and buy another one? I should. But I I need to find another one first. Well.
0: I haven't seen one in ages. No. To be honest, it's not the... I'm not holding out. It's not like I have a stockpile of them in the basement.
2: But that is... That's what I have right now. I normally try to keep... I like victory. I like cycling through victory.
0: Cool. You know that they're putting a brand new uh, location out by my house. You should come to Parksburg. They're going to be opening a, like, 300... thought it was already open. Well, it is operating as a bottling and brewing facility right this now. Just like
1: a brewery, basically. It
0: will not officially be... Their original date was um, Memorial Day to open the craft beer mm-hmm. and brew pub. Um, but they're opening first one in Kennett Square, and that one's behind. So instead of being the Ides of March, it's going to be, like, early April. Because that one's behind, we got sort of pushed back a little bit. But it's gonna be almost a four hundred seat brew pub, two stories. The views are gorgeous. Really. Um, and also it's like a mile and a half from my house, so you don't have to go home after. That sounds perfect. Bonus, (laughs) we'll get a buggy to come pick you up and just drag your drink. With a tiny (laughs) pony.
1: (laughs) Have you ever seen the midget horses? A little horse. They're His so face was amazing weird. the first time he saw one of those. I was driving to her house the other week, and I drove by a tiny boy in a tiny cart being driven by a tiny pony, <laughs> and I thought I was Gulliver. <laughs> you wish you had this, and you'd be like, <laughs> "Come on, boy!" That's awful. I didn't even know what to do. I was just like, in awe. Of I just being like awesome? slowed down. I just stared at this little Amish boy with a tiny little horse.
0: Ian, which was your favorite? I know the answer. Like, am I
1: in the land of willow?
2: Uh,
1: I think I like this one the best. It's closely followed by the Moving Parts, though. Uh, I don't think that the Moving Parts is as robust or flavorful or anything as this beer, but I think it was, like, excellently well done. Just like their two, I really liked it.
0: I'm actually going to say Moving Parts is my one, and I'm going to caveat it with i Suspect it's because I'm sick, so the hops come through differently than some of the other flavors that come through with the Avery. Uh, but they were both really, really good. Even the blonde, I like.
1: Blonde, not bad. No, mm-hmm. we did
0: okay. I know I got a little good flack. one to start
1: with, but it's just like a little, eh, you know, boring.
0: Right. Well, and I had a couple other barrel aged, but once I looked at the fourteen two, I was like, we shouldn't really do yeah, three. Yeah, we
1: least. have to be somewhat <laughs> aware for our dinner this evening. Yeah. Somewhat.
0: So. Uh, we'd love having you, Zach. Come back anytime. Thank Appreciate you for joining. It. Or, now, that, I'm home, I now can that I know where you live,
1: by. nobody knows where he lives.
0: Sh- we can come by anytime. Exactly. That's actually, only
1: I'll just drive on by. <laughs> pull Why not? up. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Phoenixville's not that big. We're just going to run through Phoenixville. You're like, Zach, where are you? <laughs> do you know Zach Smith?
1: <laughs> do you know Zach Smith? Yeah. yeah Knock that's on pretty doors. We're awesome. <laughs> like, there's a man
0: out here with a swagger stick. We're not sure what to do. <laughs>
2: just swing Marianne. by Rye wegmans and we'll do something
0: <laughs> yes mm. yes there's a lot of good restaurants in phoenixville
1: yeah
0: truly i only
1: know of the one irish bar that i went to once oh well, I had a lovely time there
0: but the the downtown has completely become like rejuvenated it's beautiful
2: yes it They ha- they host a lot of stuff down there when i first moved back it was in like may or something like that. they were actually having an octoberfest in may, in may.
0: Hey, do whatever it takes they're to get are doing
2: it all out. wrong. Do, do whatever it takes to have, or a, have they're, a beer. You know, Were they doing
1: Oktoberfest in May and not serving any Oktoberfest beers? Because then I'd be down with it. Yes. <laughs>
0: I would wear my dirndl and drink triples and be like, yes.
1: Perfect. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I am on Twitter at Beer Mistress.
1: Oh, I am at Dashing underscore
2: Rogue. Are you do on you tweet? Twitter? I do not tweet.
1: Okay.
0: That's all right. We're on Facebook.com.
2: I Facebook barely do. I have, slash rogue. I have Facebook, but I don't look at it. Oh, <laughs> all right. oh, good. Okay. Well, then we won't ask the to Zach, the not mind. social media.
0: We'll take a picture of Zach to prove he exists. We'll let him hold the bare-ass blonde <laughs> for good measure.
1: We should name her. Uh, we
0: should. Let's do that off the air so that no one can be implicated. Uh, we are at Facebook.com slash DashingRogue and always at DashingRogue.com. Thank you so much for coming out. Let's do it again.
2: I appreciate it. I'd love to come back.
0: This is Shannon, your beer mistress.
2: The professor. And Zach.
0: See you next time.